Hey, what's up, podcast? Kyle Burt here. You're listening to Dialed In. The following is part of a series, the Future of Work series. What does the future of work look like? What does it feel like? And what does it mean to these individuals? Enjoy the show. I equate it almost to like a, uh, a full season of baseball, right? 162 games over across 180 days. Uh, a manager looks at his reps or his, his, his players out on the field and wants to manage the workload, right? Make sure that they actually get their proper at-bats to be successful. But at the same time, you don't want to, to have your best players get fatigued. There will always be somebody stronger, faster, and smarter than you. Surviving depends on your adaptability to change. Those who are the most adaptable are dialed in. Welcome back yet again. We have another Future of Work conversation with Sada, Sada Systems. They are back-to-back Google Partner of the Year, the number one Google platform partner out there. Frank, uh, who do we have joining us from Sada on this hey, one? We have Billy Franz joining us. He is He's an evangelist with Sada. He's kind of one of the fresh faces and rock stars, emerging rock stars in that company. Um, kind of excited to have him on the call. Always great to chat with him. What's up, Aquero? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Kyle and Frank. Looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Welcome, Billy. Let's jump right into the first question and uh, we'll kick it off from there. Perfect. What is the most cringeworthy phrase you've grown tired of? Ooh, the most cringeworthy phrase that I've grown tired of. Uh, you know, I think because we're we're having so many of these uh, quick 30-minute uh, video conference calls, the most cringeworthy thing for me is probably hearing, hey, let's take this offline or let's tie off on that afterwards because I've already taken 30 minutes to sit down in a meeting and then now I have to have another 30 minutes for a minor conflict that we probably could just have uh, and hash out via email or through collaboration with with the new Google workspace, formerly known as G Suite, right? Uh, Billy, Billy, uh, you don't want to take this offline? Are you sure? <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I'll tell you what, now that Texas is slowly starting to reopen, we can meet up one day, Kyle. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, cool. Uh, next question here. What is the most surprising story you've had or heard since the start of what we're calling the Great Reset? Yeah, so for me, I think the, the conversation is actually getting to, to have conversations with customers on how technology is truly impacting not only the decisions today, but how it's going to impact them five years from now, whether it's through optimization or artificial intelligence. And, and my example of that is we just had a uh, customer out in Colorado that had a call center, a very traditional global call center, even for that matter. And we at SADA have been able to provide the assistance through contact center AI on Google Cloud Platform with Dialogflow, Agent Assist, and these other features within um, contact center AI and actually change the way that they're going to market and actually help them reduce costs. And then also um, assisting people in the healthcare space through a COVID-19 response. So that that has been some of the, I, don't, I, won't, I guess, champion, happier conversations that we've gotten to have in, in helping people not only um, with the results, but also the go-to-market strategy and the impact that it can make from a business standpoint. I love that, Frank. Yeah. I mean, that's a great story. I mean, I think that like, that's what we're seeing is people's ability to pivot 
um, like where before they would look at like maybe responding to a client request like you did there. And it's like, well, that's going to be a three month project or a six month project. Speak to the fact that like in that great story, like what you had to do maybe to like change how you think, um, how you respond to a client problem. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, that was it kind of right. Working with the CIO, the CTO, the problem that they had, um, as far as addressing not only the marketplace, but shifting an entire workforce that was in an office to remote. And then how do we staff and re get ROI in a, in a global pandemic? Since probably I think this is the worst uh, that that I don't want to say financial collapse fully, but we had a big change since 2008. Right. So uh, how do we respond to that? And then how can we at, at SADA help a customer achieve those goals through technology so that way, then they maximize the ROI and investment in their technology. So that was oh, kind yeah, of one hundred percent, Billy. I mean, unlike you mentioned it, like unlike a financial collapse where like everyone's a loser, like the Great Depression. What we're seeing with the Great Reset and what we've noticed with Adequerto here is that there's a clear divide between winners and losers, and it's really interesting. Like, uh, you know, Chapter Seven bankruptcies are down, but Chapter Eleven bankruptcies from, from debt protection are way up. Uh, so, as you mentioned your story, like. What was the most surprising element, like, uh, of all of that? Right, like, was it the fact that they moved so fast, or what was what was the thing that was like? Besides the obvious things, like, like, wow, that really caught me off guard that that happened. Yeah. Um, so I think taking technology right and assisting in other countries besides the U.S. That from from that standpoint, the the global workforce not only in the U.S. needed to work from home, but also in places like. India, the Philippines, um, and, and a few in Europe, and then also giving these people the technology on the global scale to be effective in their go-to-market strategy and have an impact on their business needs. So that part was actually really, really cool to see in a time of, of unification around the globe. So I, I'd say that is really, really cool. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. All right, next question here. How is your company culture pre-COVID versus now? Yeah, so at Sada, we uh we have a very very loud kind of lively, fun, energetic, young, hip, trendy culture before COVID, and then now that COVID's happened, it's if anything, it's the same, but but ten x through through computer screens. Uh, so like we do fun things, um, like our all hands every Friday with our CEO, and he invites a special guest, which is a leader in the company. We'll kind of sit down. We have a DJ uh, that comes in and and kind of makes it a, a little bit of a party for the first five to 10 minutes. And then we talk about the general status, the updates of what's happening around the company, whether it's sales, whether it's service delivery, whether there's expansion, new hires and, and getting everyone introduced to each other. Um, and then on top of that, the networking, right? Uh, we've increased kind of the, the chat back and forth. We've increased um, as much communication as possible while still being respectful. And then our, our HR team does a fantastic job of really making sure people are connected through through these kind of like fun games uh, and happy hours, even for that matter. And I say fun games because it, you could look at a uh, I think last week we just did a a virtual Jeopardy. And I, I hopped on there for a brief stint and it was like something absurd with like 75 or 100 attendees all play Jeopardy. So that was kind of fun, just kind of reinventing the wheel, making things exciting and, and accessible. And then from my team standpoint, right, um, we're talking call blitzes that are that are all virtual, but adding extra spiffs, adding extra fun uh, behind it with with incentives that may not be financially motivated, right? Uh, I can't get too much into those things, but it, it's kind of fun in terms of the collaboration together. Cool. That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like at SADA, like you kind of got a little loose 
you know, as uh, in responding to this, which is kind of cool. Like you have to kind of keep it real and and um, and bring some levity to it. Do you feel that like in in the process of this as well, in terms of like thinking about your your customers, that this is like brought on like a new sense of uh, empathy for customer experience in terms of like how they deal with you and like what you need to think about um, to make their predicament better? Yeah, for sure. So a couple parts of that question, right? The empathy aspect, uh, right from the beginning, we at SADA and, and, and the team that I lead have, have been talking about serve, don't sell, right? So come in with the empathy, understand where the customer's coming from, and then help understand where their problems reside and what can we at SADA do to help them reach their goals with our value add. So that's been the biggest thing. And then to your point about keeping things loose, uh, make no mistake, right? We're year over year. I think uh, there was just an article that Business Insider interviewed my SVP of sales, my boss, Joe Costco, and our CEO, Tony Safoyan, uh, with a 300% increase um, in, in revenue year over year in Q2, right? So that's that's during the time of a pandemic. So even though we were absolutely crushing our goals, um, we kind of, from my leadership and my team and my funnel, right? I, I do keep it a very loose kind of leadership style. And I feel that keeping things loose in a time when a lot of people are stressed out and everyone is kind of burned out from sitting in front of these screens, just doing meeting after meeting after meeting. I mean, I can tell you last Friday, I was th through six hours straight of sitting in front of 30 minute meetings, talking to people about things that well, I mean, needed that needed to happen and for business planning. So I try and keep it loose, keep it fun, give the reps autonomy, um, give my channel managers full autonomy to do what they need to do to execute. And I think in return, that's that's partly what's driving our results. And also right. making sure our customers feel comfortable talking with us and engaging with us and having success for their technology needs and in their capacities. So it's been fun. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And no, no doubt Sada has been been doing exceptionally well. I mean, Google doesn't just hand out partner of the year awards back to back. Right. Um, but, you know, that that screen fatigue is so real, isn't it? Like, you know, you mentioned six hours of like back to back to back video calls. And like, you know, in these worlds, we're like we're jumping from like from from Zoom to Microsoft Teams, back to Google Hangouts, back over here. You know, if someone sends me another like meet.me thing, like weird off the box me, I'm like, I'm, just, I'm not gonna go. I'm just not gonna go. Like, <laughs> so many different new meeting platforms out there. Like like how um, how how has the employee morale shifted or how is that, you know, with the fact of, you know, we're not commuting as much. Frank did the math on that earlier. Like it was X amount of hours saved per per month, like 44 hours in a month, like an entire week is back by not commuting. Right, Frank? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you do like a two hour round trip, right, that's uh, in 22 working days a month, that's 44 hours per month. So that's like a, a one forty hour a week, but it actually takes up like three months worth of work. So like if you were able to like get some, you know, give back on that capacity, not doing that, like the improvement in your quality of life is just insanely good. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I can certainly relate to that, right? I don't, and I don't even live. My office is downtown Austin, and I don't. I live when there's no traffic, yeah, like less than ten minutes. I'm just south of the river here in Austin, and it's it's insane. I mean, you guys know you're, you're here too. The traffic yeah. here is, I mean, probably comparable to to that of LA. I think is what what news reports say. Oh, I think it's worse. It's worse. I think we have like there are six mile commutes in Austin that are a forty five minute drive. Yeah. I mean, I almost have a better chance hopping on a Lime scooter to get in my office than I do, right? Than taking the truck down there. So it's, it's absurd. I'm excited to get that time back. But of course, with that time, though, I got to be cognizant as a sales leader and, and understanding that the pressure that the reps are facing and also the 
the necessity to take time for mental health, whether it be walks, whether it be exercise, right? And then also, That's too, right. keeping a pulse. I, I equate it almost to like a, uh, a full season of baseball, right? 162 games over across 180 days. Uh, a manager looks at his reps or his, his, his players out on the field and wants to manage the workload, right? Make sure that they actually get their proper at-bats to be successful. But at the same time, you don't want to, to have your best players get fatigued. So trying to encourage proper times when to take breaks, when to take vacation time, when to disconnect completely and fully, right? So all right. that and just being a sound and, and stable leader with consistent measures. Well, love, love the baseball analogy there. Philly. That was, that's great. Uh, next question here. What is your vision for the actual future of how we work? Yeah, so as far as the vision of how we work in the future, I think mobility and work-life integration, right? I think the the kind of fancy word uh, about three to four, three to four or five years ago, it was work-life balance and work-life collaboration. But now I believe that's integration, right? We're seeing it across the nation with, and even across the globe, right? With kids staying at home, people working from their house with their kids doing their own online schools. Um, mobility from the standpoint that whatever we need on our, our laptop or desktop, we need to have accessible on our mobile devices so we can truly work from anywhere as long as we have an internet connection or cellular service. So I think that's the future. And then as far as uh, going to, to an office or something like that, I think we're seeing the, the major shifts. I just saw two, two major companies announcing that they're going to split 50-50 time um, in the office uh, for their employees or at home, and then other companies that are letting employees be full-time remote, right? We just talked to a customer here at SADA uh, a couple of weeks ago that will be 100% remote going forward. So that's that's kind of interesting. Um, I, I'm excited. So I guess to sum that up, I'd say the mobility aspect, being able to work anywhere and everywhere, and then the work-life integration that now we're going to start seeing people hop online, maybe for two or three hours, knock out some some work, uh, knock out some emails, take care of what they got to do. And then maybe for the quick hour, they jump over, teach their kids something with uh, their school or education practice, or they go knock out a personal task or personal errand uh, during the workday and then hop back online. So very, very intriguing. Uh, I'm excited for it. I actually think it's it's awesome, right? And that's not uh, just me me firing off there, right? Because as, as a millennial, right, I think I get a we get a bad rap in, in terms of the general workforce population. But I think this is a uh, really, really cool. This is something that I had been striving for and wanting for a long time. No, absolutely. 100% Bill. I mean, now and never, I mean like never before, like, Hey, guess what guys, it's actually okay to take the dog for a walk at 2 PM. Right. Like you're not, you're not a, a slacker. You're not, you know, you're not a bad employee by doing something like that. Right. Like right. guess what? We're supposed to take breaks. You're not supposed to sit there and, you know, have your eyes glued to a screen for six hours straight. And when, and when you do do it, when, when you're forced into it, like you feel it, like you really feel like, man, that, that was rough. Right. Yeah. 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 I love what you're saying, Billy, because like you, you brought up a couple of points, which, you know, I, I want to like, shine some light on because, you know, you really talked about that, that work-life balance and, and yeah, maybe, maybe you can look at that from a generational perspective, but <clears throat> I, I think that a lot of things that might've been generational before, like some of these paradigms and some of these walls are just getting just blown up and as well, they should, like they should just go away because they're, they're universal, like life things. And, and so like one of the things that Kyle and I have as part of like our recovery X framework, um, that we use for Acuerdo is we have these various different strategies and like you just like, boom, drop in on one of those, which is like redefining work, like in the midst of all this technology, 
right? Like we've got to find a way to redefine how we work and how we measure uh, people's success. And then, and part of that, like to the second point that you brought up is, you know, decoupling people from property. Like those, those two things used to be like, I have an office. How many people can I put in that office? You know, everything like fit nice in a spreadsheet. Now, even the spreadsheet, it just goes away because we don't, those parameters don't exist anymore. And even what we do when we go into that office, different. Like, why do you go to the office? Different. What are you going to do when you're at the office? Different. Like we, like we have an opportunity for reimagination on a huge scale. Very, very. I couldn't agree more. And like to your point, right, with the work-life balance, like I, I want to call out, right, there's a work-life integration, right? Like mm -hmm. the days are gone. We're, we're, we're going to be working. I, I can only imagine the amount of productivity productivity that, that America will see in the long term because of this, yeah. but also the the simplicity and harmony, right? Connecting with your neighbors and your coworkers on a, on a scale that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Maybe pre-COVID, it was like this. You're on a video conference call and you go like, why is she down at the beach? And then post-COVID, it's like, why am I not down at the beach? You, know? <laughs> you sound like you're speaking from experience there, Frank. I don't know. I missed uh, just something came up, you know. Yeah, no, no, I love that. We're definitely removing physical restraints, right? Um, that that's for sure. And you mentioned, uh, you mentioned like some companies, some notable companies in the news making headlines, right? Fifty percent, fifty percent working at home, fifty percent returning to work, or like a fifty percent uh, shift on like when they go to work, right? So uh, you're gonna see a lot of that. Like, what about for for Sada personally? Like, how is how has that changed for you guys? Like, what uh, what what are your not so secret plans that you're able to share with us? And yeah, not their secret plans. So most of you all know we're HQ in LA. Um, I was brought on to kind of build out the, the Austin office. And then we have another nine or 10 sites all across the US and Canada. Um, so our plan for right now is through July 2021, we're allowing our, our employees to, to work from home full time, 100%, as long as they feel safe and comfortable. We make exceptions for, for employees that, that need extra resources or maybe need to truly go into the office uh, due to different personal constraints, whatever they have, right? So our HR team has been very, very acceptable, very accommodating. Um, so with that said, I think, you know, I, I can't say too much about what I think Tony and Joe have, have had discussions on, but I can say it's certainly, I don't know that it will be ever be everybody back to the office at 100% capacity. Right. So what you're so what you're saying is there is no like you're not back to some normal, some new normal thing, right? Like that's no, paradigm is gone, right? I, I feel that way personally, right? And I mean, I I live on a plane, right? So I'm I'm hopping from one flight to the next, some different region, different conference, what have you. Uh, so I certainly think for for me and my reps and my alignment, I don't see a necessity for it even. And I would even say, furthermore, given the the pandemic standpoint. The team is absolutely crushing their goals, getting to work from home. So if they're happy and they're loving life and they're exceeding their goals, why would I change that? Right. Like, let, let's let's keep employees happy. Happy employees create happy customers. Happy customers create a positive influence on SADA and the ecosystem. And we help everyone get get their goals. So it's a win, win, win all the way around. Well said. Well said. Hi, right, Billy. Yeah. Uh, final, final question here. Uh, what role do you play in this vision uh, for the future of work. Yeah. So Sada's vision in the future of work, right? Where, where do we, where do we fit? I think we will still continue to, to be a leader, um, in Google's ecosystem for, for the foreseeable future. 
And then in that impact with our customers, it's helping lead that digital transformation and migration to the cloud and understanding the technology and how the infrastructure stack can impact a business, not just from the traditional DevOps or IT stack, but also across every gamut and every vertical in a, in a customer's um, hierarchy and organizational structure, right? We're talking sales, marketing, HR components, everybody's getting looked at all across the board in how we go to market and we can change that. And we will gladly be here and we will be here to help companies shift to a full digital native strategy. Awesome. Awesome. So, so in that, like, this is, this is really like where, where SADA shines, right? Like this is really like the 90 second commercial on SADA. Like for people that, that don't really know, I mean, we, we mentioned you guys being the Google partner of the year, but like, like really what is the core essence of like what SADA is doing? Yeah. So the core essence of SADA, right, is, is really helping provide solutions for the customer base that are centered all around Google cloud platform not just Google Cloud Platform, but a little more broadly, Google Cloud. And under that umbrella is GCP, Workspace, which is the new announcement, which is formerly known as G Suite, Google Maps, Google Cloud Search, and then the the workloads underneath all of those, right? So it's how, can, and I talked about that a little bit before, like contact center AI, right? Now we're looking at from a virtual workspace standpoint too, with virtual desktop interface, so that's a that's a big key component too. These are just some of the few few outlines. And then how can a customer maximize and get their best um, pricing and analysis on technology and maximize what they are doing in their go to market strategy? So maybe they can get out of the data center or getting out of on premise and helping alleviate their staff so that they don't have to just run into a building and see, oh, great, the lights are still blinking. We're still up and running. Let's offload that to the cloud and let's let SADA take care of that. So that's really, um, that's a kind of a nice way of me kind of packaging this this whole bow up into one one component, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I can just speak personally. Like I love the energy from SADA. The people there are a great teamwork. Um, collaboration people. And I know for Kyle and I, as we're working to orchestrate, you know, solutions to some of the most complex problems for clients, having an in-network partner that takes that, you know, same side of the, of the table seat with us to solve problems couldn't be more valuable. I also love the fact that like you bring a support side to this, which is kind of like next level. I mean, Google kind of like Microsoft, like they have support elements. They're not the type of support element that would be like openly desirable by most people trying to solve problems in real time. And that's what you guys really do is you bring that layer to it that makes it like very accessible. Um, and so like I applaud all the things that your company has been doing. It's great working with you. Thanks, Frank. I appreciate that. And actually, uh, you guys will be the first. I don't even know if I'm allowed to, re to release this yet, but uh, it might, I might get in trouble here from uh, my team. But bring it. Uh, here we go. I We actually just announced a 15-minute SLA for all Priority One uh, issues on, on Google Cloud Platform as long as you're on solid paper. So that's a huge, huge announcement. 15-minute wow. SLA. Wow. Wow. That, that, is, that is huge. What What is the uh, – what's the standard if you're just like – just like some company randomly like, hey, we're stumbled into Google Cloud and we're doing this on our own and we don't know what we got ourselves into. So the industry standard for SLA, uh, especially for tech issues, is usually about 24 hours. Uh, priority one at the previous company that I worked for, it was actually 
roughly an hour to two hours. So that kind of gives you an idea. And now we decide are pushing the envelope on that. So I I mean, I don't want that to get undervalued here because like that really, (laughs) that's a huge testament to the fact that you guys are really customer first. Right. Yeah, you guys have listened to your customers. You guys have like uh, scoured uh, the research of like uh, all the case studies you guys have had internally, and you guys came to this like this is what we're going to come out with is a 15 minute SLA. Like to make that decision, it's a, it's a huge leap, right? But it's a leap towards like this is what the customers actually want and need. Yeah, yeah. and not to say hey, we can do this in 12 hours. Or we can yeah. do this in six hours, but like that's leaning in pretty hard to go to 15 minutes. And you heard that here first, right? Yeah, very much. So. You did, yeah. you did. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble on that or not. So. Yeah, well, we'll, 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 we'll quickly glaze. No, no one's going to see this. So no, one's gonna no we won't tell anybody. We'll quickly glaze over that. So like what, what is the... What is the risk, right, of of a company just going to Google on their own? Like, like what what are they in for? Well, I think Google technology, right? Google's a yeah. fantastic Google Cloud platform, really, really cool product features and updates that that exist. And and this isn't um in a big company like Google, right? And a lot of enterprise, I'm sure you guys have dealt with it dealing. I mean, you, you guys in the chip partner community at, at Accordo are fantastic, right? I, I see the customers you guys bring in and the value that you provide. So second to none, right? It's awesome. But from that standpoint, um, the benefit of utilizing SADA versus going direct is not only is, is pricing going to be the same, but you actually get an added layer of support. So that's a huge value add, right? I just talked about that for, for the 15 minute SLA, but we won't bring that up again, right? Uh, so, well, you, you already did, so. I did, right? So uh, there's that component. And then our technical expertise, right? So our CTO um, actually built out the solution architect practice and the knowledge base at Google Cloud. And as you can imagine, the technical expertise and the people yeah. that we bring on board and the investments that we're making on these people is fantastic. It's huge. And on top of that, Google, right? Um, I don't know about you all, but when was the last time you worked with a massive, massive company? Sometimes your point of contact can change based upon the issue that you're working with. Well, at SADA, you, you get that business continuity and you get to to maintain and build a relationship with one person. Um, if you look at our staff and, and especially in our technology field, some of these guys, our, our director of cloud adoption has been at SADA for 10 years. He started our GCP practice with, with, with SADA. So that gives you an idea of, of the culture, the people here and our go-to-market strategy. Excellent, excellent. Frank? No, I mean, I can just attest to like the engineering talent. That's like super important. Like when we're trying to break it down up front with a client, um, figuring out like what is next. I mean, sometimes, you know, when people come to you with an issue, it's not like you go through a, a, a listing of checkboxes and start to pull together a solution. You really got to kind of surface information and you've got to dig in. Um, and you've really got to, you know, try to kind of frame this up as to like what the possibilities are and the options. And I feel that like working with your engineering teams that we get to that point um, much sooner and they're very eager to join in and it's it's a very powerful experience. Good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Billy, uh, we, we appreciate you being on the show with us today and thank you for, uh, for joining us at Back to the Future of Work and the Future of Work Pavilion. Uh, final thoughts, final uh, parting words for us. Final parting words. Okay. Oh man, this is a big send off. No pressure. Right? Job, man. Here we go. <laughs> uh, no, for, for your customer base, uh, Aquardo, love you guys. Kyle, Frank, thanks for having me. It was awesome being here. I actually, these are, if I could do 20 of these a week, I would, I would do that any day of the week. Right. Uh, I love this. Love the time getting to spend with you, you, you boys. Uh, from your customer base, anything that's related to Google Cloud, whether it's GCP, Workspace, formerly known as G Suite, Google Maps, Google Cloud Search, 
We're the top shop in Google's ecosystem. We're here to help you. We want to see you be successful. Let's connect, write your deal, Sir Acuerdo, and let's uh, let's make technology happen and work together in harmony. So thanks. Awesome. Awesome. You, you even got a definition of Acuerdo in there. I love it. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, thanks, Billy. Thanks so much for, for being on the show with us. And thanks for your support for Back to the Future work. Thanks, y'all. Frank, uh, there's another one, man. Billy's a great dude. Uh, Sada is, again, the number one Google Cloud Partner of the Year back-to-back. Uh, if you are de- dealing with Google at all, uh, G Suite, Workspace, uh, or Google Cloud, they're the, they're the top shop, as Billy said. You heard it here. Thanks for listening to Dialed In. This show is brought to you by Acuerdo.io, the world's first orchestration agency for the future of work. Go check us out at Acuerdo.io. And if nothing else, remember this, to win in life, to win in business, to win in your career, not about being the strongest, the fastest, or the most intelligent, simply about being the most adaptable to change, most dialed in.